Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. The sermon text is the Gospel reading. You may be seated. me, 
pounded me. I was a tortured soul full of self-pity every, every day asking that question. What did I do to cause this, this to happen to me? To me, what did I do to deserve this? All the fingers pointed at me. But then, that voice, the rabbi's voice, he said something I never heard before. It was such good news. It revived my soul. It refreshed my spirit. That voice from the rabbi said, it's not because of this man's sin or his parents' sin that he's blind, but that the works of God might be manifested, displayed, revealed in him and through him and for him. What? The works of God manifested, displayed in the blind beggar? The blind beggar, that's me. He's talking about me. Not forsaken, not forgotten by God. This blindness wasn't to my shame, but to glorify God's name. Wasn't my fault. The blame game, game over. Not cursed, I had hope. I was teeming with hope. Hope because of this rabbi, because, because of this man, this rabbi, who also said, I am the light of the world. And he proved it. I heard him spit. And then he started playing in the dirt. You could hear the mud he was making with that saliva. And I was wondering, what was he up to? What happened next caught me by surprise. No warning. He just starts smearing the mud all over my eyes. You could hear the gas all around. Everyone just as surprised as this guy was. And then he barked out orders. Go, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. I'm blind. How am I going to get to the pool? But then a hand. A hand inside my hand, and a voice. I'll take you there. I'll take you to the pool. A volunteer, someone to lead me to the pool. We did not walk. We ran, we sprinted, bumping, rubbing shoulders with everyone. Sorry, excuse me, sorry, we're in a hurry. Sorry, please forgive us. And then we got to the pool, and the man took me right down into the water, clothes and all. I felt that cool, crisp water. I could feel it in my fingers. And I took that water and started wiping my eyes with it. And as I did so, the darkness began to fade. I could see light through my eyelids. Could this be possible? Am I actually getting my sight? And I opened my eyes. And I could see. I could see the man who led me. To the pool. I could see the pool. I could see all the people around me just staring at me. I could see. I could finally see. The first time in my life I could finally see. I exploded with joy. I jumped out of that pool. ASAP. Oh, sure, waterlogged. 
soaked, saturated. I did not care how foolish I looked. I could finally see. That's all that mattered. I could finally see color and motion cascading all around me. I ran through the city, soaking it all up, taking it all in. The birds flying majestically in the air. The white marbled homes and buildings lining the streets. The sun up in the sky, that's what the sun looks like. And the sky, oh, how blue it was that day. And all these beautiful patches of clouds. I quickly began to connect the voices I knew to the faces I never saw. But as I did that, I realized on these faces, no smiles. No smiles. No smiles. Just befuddlement and bewilderment. So that's what a wrinkled nose looks like. Just all this confusion on the people's faces. I was so confused myself. The most exciting moment in my life and no one celebrated with me. No one. I felt more alone than ever before, even, even when I was blind. I felt more alone in that moment. I could see the people whispering to one another. They were obviously talking about me. Their eyes were on me. It was a no-brainer. They were talking about me. What could the problem be? There could only be, there should only be partying in this moment. Never in the history of the world did anyone born blind get healed. There should be a party right now, not a problem. So what's the problem? Well, I heard. I heard what the problem was. A rough, gruff voice. Are you the blind beggar? Are you, are you the blind beggar? You resemble the blind beggar. All of us agree that you, that you look like him, but, but we're really not sure. If you are the guy that was born blind, were you actually blind all along? Or was this one long con? A long con? Really? I, I just gave it to him straight. Jesus made mud pies, put them on my eyes, sent me to a pool, I washed, I came back seeing. It wasn't enough. Do you know what they did? They took me to court. They put me on trial. They hauled me in front of the Pharisees. And it wasn't fair for this guy who could now see. The Pharisees were so upset because Jesus made mud pies on the Sabbath, <laughs> violated their Sabbath sensibilities, no worky-worky on the Sabbath, apparently making mud pies a huge no-no, and that was their beef with Jesus. Oh, they discredited Jesus, dismissed Jesus, all because of those mud pies. But there were some who questioned. 
how can a man who is a sinner do signs like this? How can a man who is a sinner pull off miracles like that? A division occurred. The fighting and the fuming began. The drama played out before my very eyes. On their faces. Anger. Wrath. So that's what anger looks like. Anger on all their faces. How displaced and disjointed those angry faces were in a world, God's world, which is beautiful and full of miracles all around us. As they were fighting and fuming, I just kept pondering this Jesus who does all things well. And in the midst of all these angry faces, on my face began to grow a smile. It got bigger and bigger and bigger. It didn't take very long for those uh, angry faces to direct their attention to me. What do you think about this Jesus? Speak. What do you say about him? How do you see him? For many hours now, I've been thinking about the words of Jesus. And those words had an eye-opening effect on me. I began to see who this Jesus really is. And so I busted out my confession at that moment. He's a prophet. He is a prophet. He's a man sent by God to share the words and the works of God. But humble. That was their response. Ugh. They didn't buy it. They wanted nothing to do with that kind of confession. Time to discredit and dismiss me. So they labeled me faker, 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 phony, counterfeit. They actually accused me of playing a blind guy my whole life to mooch off the system. Can you believe that? As if I would actually do that. Come on. So to try to make their point, they brought in my parents. They wanted to use my parents against me. They wanted to use my parents to prove my fakery. Well, their plan blew up in their faces. Now, now my, my, my parents told the truth about me, about my birth and blindness. They told the truth up to that point. That's as far as they would go. Oh, yeah, he is, he is our son. That's true. He's born blind. Now he sees. We have, we have no clue how he can see now. We, we have no clue. A mystery. Leave us out of it. This, this boy, he's not a boy. He's a man. He's old enough. He can speak for himself. We want nothing to do with this. Thank you very much. Peace. We're out of here. Bye-bye. The parents, my parents, wouldn't even look me in the eyes. I looked at my parents, and I thought, so that's what fear looks like. They were afraid. They were shaking in their boots, afraid. They were sore afraid. 
They knew what they were doing, dismissing me, distancing themselves from me, wanting nothing to do with me, washing their hands of me, because I stood with Jesus. Because I stood with him. And now I'm toxic. I'm toxic to them. They knew that anyone who confesses Jesus to be the Christ would get the boot from the synagogue, from the temple, excommunicated for life. They were not willing to put their life and their livelihood on the line. They preferred good standing in the neighborhood than standing with their son, especially if that meant, meant losing everything, even their own life. I was so alone. Now you would think it would be over at this point. Dunno. It was not. They took me to court one more time. This time they put me under oath and demanded that I throw Jesus under the bus. Well, I'm thinking to myself at this point, they're pretty obsessed with Jesus. Really obsessed with Jesus. So they talk about this Jesus. So I had a question for them. Do you want to be his disciple also? That hit a nerve. Things blew up quicker. They started screaming at me, spit flying all over the place. You were born in utter sin, and you're going to teach us? Come on, police! Get the H-E double hockey six out of here. Go to H-E double hockey six. That's where you belong. They excommunicated me. They gave me the boot. They kicked me out of the synagogue and the temple. They removed me from worship for life. All because I stood with Jesus. How can I not stand with Jesus? What he did for me, no human act. So, so divine. That's how I, I, that's how I saw it as I was chewing on the words of Jesus. I could not deny the God who gave me my sight through this Jesus, even if that meant Losing my membership at synagogue and temple. Even if that meant losing fellowship with Pharisees, family, friends. I was so alone. Only for a moment. Another question. In my eardrums. No interrogation. This was a warm, friendly question. And it came from a voice that I recognized. Do you believe in the Son of Man? Do you trust in God's Son? Oh, I so desperately wanted to, but who was he? Who was he? So, so, so I stared into, into the eyes of this man that I never saw. And with such awe and wonder, I said, Sir, 
Who is he so that I can believe? I will never forget the moment. This man had this huge smile, this, this huge grin on his face, and with such warmth and affection and love, he said to me, Son, you are looking at him. I wasn't alone. I wasn't alone. Here was the one who opened my eyes. Here was Jesus. And now I saw better than ever before. Jesus didn't just do the works of God in me. He is God. He's God. God with us. And so staring into the eyes of this Jesus, I was staring into the eyes of God himself. I was staring at the face of God. And so I fell on my face. I planted my face right in the ground before his feet. I worshipped at the feet of Jesus because I was worshipping at the feet of God. I knew from that moment on I would never, ever be alone. Here, here was Jesus who found me, who befriended me, who faithed me who freed me. I was blind, but now I see. Do you want to be his disciple also? Well, this Jesus has already found you, already befriended you, already faithed you, already freed you, not at some pool in Siloam, but at the font in the waters of holy baptism. Jesus washed you, and your eyes have been opened. You see better than you've ever seen before. You have begun to see how this world truly is. You see the darkness in retreat, running for the hills. You see the devils. It's all your fault as what it is, a lie, a satanic lie. You see death as just a nuisance, you know, like a yippee dog, an ankle biter. Bark way worse than the bite. You see the grave as a bed for your body. Until the resurrection day, your own personal Easter morning. You see all that's ailing you. All that fills your eyes with tears. All that brings suffering into your life. And you're not asking, what did I do to cause this? But rather... What will God do with this in my life? How will he use this to glorify him and, and benefit me, bless me in my body, in my flesh? Yes, the works of God will be manifested in your body. Just wait. The day is coming when we will see how God was working good in absolutely everything. All the areas, all the times of our lives. No darkness whatsoever, only light. Because only Jesus, all with Jesus. And when that moment occurs in the last day, nothing, no one will wipe that silly grin off your face and mine. But even now, even now the joy has begun. We stand together. Here, 
and worship. Before this God, who has flesh and bones and hair and nose and eyes and ears, this God who finds sinners, befriends sinners, faiths sinners, frees sinners, this God who celebrates with us, this God who teaches us, this God who will never cast us out, this God who is the light of the world. Before this God, whose name is Jesus, we say together, now and always, I was blind, and now I see. Come soon, Lord Jesus. Amen.